0: Good morning, everyone. Today, Hashem, we'll be learning Daftat Zayin in Maseches Nazir. But we'll start seven lines up from the bottom of Vav. Amar Bez. I'll catch you. I'll uh, remind us of what we were talking about. But first, a scheduling note. Baruch Hashem, Atara got her passport, which means if all goes well, we leave for Israel tonight. And then uh, we'll be there for Shabbos for Shai Blas' Bar Mitzvah. Shabbat, one of my best friends, is getting bar mitzvah this uh, Shabbos, Parshish Yisro. And then uh, we're landing back Tuesday morning, but after, since this we don't do this in the morning, we do this at a time that's neither morning nor night. Uh, the plane lands after our scheduled time. So, Bezot Hashem, same time next week, Wednesday morning, Bezot Hashem will resume. And I will miss you terribly. Please don't hesitate. To call and contact, I, I will miss you all very, very much. Uh, but it's for a good cause. We're going, it's, a, and in a good place. Okay, we should all share simchas. Okay. Well, we're not missing too much time for the, for the chasenah that's going to be shortly thereafter, the Zalmi's, Lavi's wedding. I got a response card back from Rabbi Rose. He says he's going to come for the whole thing, but only if I give daf the next day. That's literally, that's literally, Okay. So, what were we talking about? Oh, yes. We we were talking about the unusual cases of the Zav and the Zava that their day of purification ended up on Erev Pesach. We were talking about this concept that Rav introduced us to that you can have a day, right, that has both components of the last day of tuma and the first day of Tahara, and that was very applicable and will continue to be applicable, as we'll see, to this notion of the Nazir Shloshim Yom, because after all, how do you treat that 30th day? So we were splitting hairs uh, on the 30th day, and we were drawing parallels, right, from tuma, but then we said, maybe this tuma, this idea that the last day of tuma is not considered really a, doesn't need to be a full day, and you can resume for example, the Korban Pesach, how can we resume the carbon Pesach? I'll remind you. When you do the carbon Pesach, and we actually learned this in Pesachim, but we didn't have this in-depth appreciation, and, uh, and it's nice to see how we're getting more and more uh, of an in-depth appreciation of the things that we already learned that apply to Nadarim and to Nazir. So at the time, we understood that there's a certain camaraderie, I guess you could say, about the carbon Pesach, right? When you're part of the sign-up sheet for the carbon Pesach, you are in a way, uh, you're, all, you're already in a way participating, so much so that if there was a carbon Pesach, right, as we mentioned yesterday, where you were in a state of purity when you were signed up as part of the Chabura, and then by the time... Uh, the Karben Pesach was eaten, uh, uh, by the time the carbon Pesach was eaten, right, you will already, Tomei, were able to say that because you were in a state of purity when the carbon Pesach was shechted and you were part of that group, even though you never did get a chance to eat the carbon Pesach, you're going to still not have to bring a Karben Pesach sheini because of the fact that there was that period of time in the day where you were in a state of purity and during that period of time, you in some way did participate in the carbon Pesach. And of course, for our purposes, the question was, how can you spend half a day in a state of purity and half a day in a state of Tumah? Don't we usually say that if you didn't make it through the entire day in a state of purity, that you actually are not, re- that you're really counted as being Tumah the whole day? In other words, how can you be considered to be in a state of purity if you didn't make it even one full day, right? If you didn't make it until... You know, we know with regards to tuma and Kohanim when they're, when they're serving in the base of Mikdash, etc., before they can eat Truma, this is very first Mishnah in all of Shas that they have to have He'er of Shemesh, right? That you need to, you can only start and eat, and eat the Truma at the beginning of Brachos once you've had, right, once it's nightfall. So how, you, how can you call a day where you became tume, a uh, a day where you have a state of Tahara? That can only be if you have, uh, can have this type of thing where you have a hybrid day, right, so to speak, where you have some, some tara during the day and some Tumma. But then we speculated that that might only be with regards to Tumma Medera because we don't take the Tumma as seriously. Maybe that's why we could say that it's a partial day, but it's not because every day can be considered a, a day that has both uh, components of the day before and the day after. Maybe it's unique to this Tumma and maybe it's not in fact applicable to us. So that's what we said over here. As we finally read in the Gemara, Erosha also held that, that the reason why Rabbi says that the is Lema Freya is because it's midar Rebunan, the Tanya, because we learned, it's really, the um, Refresham explained, this is unusual uh, language because Erosha in fact is an Amora, so it's not really Brysa, but we use that Lushan anyway. Lushan is, Nazir and Adarim is different Raboshi Amar. Anyway, Raboshi did say the following statement: Hero Zav soser Let's say you have the zav, right? And on the seventh day, right, meaning the seventh day of his purification process, this is what the zav needs seven days. He forfeits, right? Soser Shalofanov. He loses all the days before. To which for Rabbi and amazingly, Rabbi the great Amora Gadol from Eretz Yisrael, said, Lo nistar Elo yomo. Amazingly, he says he only loses that one day. Wait a minute. You're supposed to have a seven-day purification process, and then you see Tumah. So how are you only losing one day? Says the Gemara, Shach. What do you mean? Either way, if you became Tumah and you have to go back, you should have to forfeit the entire seven day. After all, Barry, this is a seven-day purification process, which is to say every one of those seven days needs to have purity. If you messed up, even though it's unfortunate, if that Tumah mess up happened in the last of the seven days, don't you lose it all? Andrew? So, right? Because Andrew's an all or nothing guy. He says, he sasar kulo sasar. And he loves sasar lo And if you're going to say, well, you know, the last day already, he already had seven days of purification. We'll treat it like Shiva, Rahman al When people sit Shiva, right? The seventh day, if uh, you might know, you should never know from it, you have to get up in the morning. Barry yesterday had uh, yertsit for his mother. It was over 50 years, right? So I don't know if you remember 50 years ago, but getting up after shacharis on that last day, mixus ayom kakulo. So maybe you could say the same thing with that that's miksas ayam kakulo, right? You you were tahar for all six preceding days, and on the seventh day, right, you were you, you only have to do a partial tahar, and maybe then it's considered as if you're a tahar the whole seven days, and then even if you become tameh, lo sasar you shouldn't have to go back one day, May uh, Barry's mother's neshama have an aliyah. We said yesterday. We could still say today and every day. The says no. In other words, you, Rabbi Yochanan could still have to say the following. Not not that you nistar Not that you go back for one day. But you should not even have to forfeit that one day. As we finally arrive at Tetzayin but Adalaf, Amar Rabbi Yosi kai kavasech. And Ravoshya said to him, Rubyoshi actually holds like you, that you don't have to go back at all. Not that you have to go back a day. You don't have to go back at all. That's what Rabbi meant to say. Why? Because Rubyosi said, Umr me Kanul Tame, right? That Rubyosi said that he's gonna be Tame only going forward, but not going backwards. That was his sock, right, on Tesvava Mudbez that the carbon Pesach is valid, right? That's what we said before. The, the reason why you don't have to offer Pesach sheni was because it was Rabbi who believed, right, that that, can have, that day can have two components to it, the pure part component at the beginning of the day, the Tameka component at the end of the day, and as long as, right, some aspect of the carbon Pesach was performed during the pure component of the day, um, you can actually use whatever you got out of that purity of that day to actually participate in the Korban Pesach and not have to bring the Korban Pesach The Problem is, Rabbi Yossi Lema Freya Huda Amar, right? Rabbi Yossi actually said, his, right, his, in, in the actual b'risa that we quoted, he said that anything that the Zov said on becomes Tamei Lema So how can he say that the Tumah is Lema Freya, but the Korban Pesach, right, is still kosher. So that was the problem and the conundrum that we brought up yesterday. If, which is it? Is it Tumma Lama Freya or not? So he said maybe it's the fact that it's der banan, and that's what we answer here again. And that ends up being the proof. Ma Lama Freya, what is retroactive? Mi der banan, right? Which is to say that Mi der banan, we're gonna treat anything that he sat on throughout the entire seven-day purification process as having been Tuma. But that's only Mi der banan. But Mi Iker Adin, Mi der raisa, uh, there is this thing of the partial day Counting as tahar, and all those days will be considered as days in purity. Okay. question then becomes, a fundamental question the Gemara now asks, if you are, in fact, Andrew, going to treat every day as innocent until proven guilty, which is to say pure until proven tameh, right, which is a big chiddish, right? We, again, we always thought that it would be, you got to make it through the whole day. In purity, and in order for the day to be counted as tahar. this is a big chiddush that so you can have a day count as both. Right, midah Raisa that that the day is pure until you become tamei, but if it is in fact true that every day of this tumah is really so, again, a zava, for example, zava katana which means that let's say she sees on day one she sees Dam she purifies herself the next day she's considered she's, she wakes up in the morning Tahar, right? She's considered Tahar all of a sudden she sees Dam again and she, sees, and she says to herself okay, well, okay now day two now I'm Tame again but if you're going to have the attitude that until she's Tame again on the second day she's assumed to be Tahar Ask the Gemara Verbiosi, mechdi, kakulo. If you're going to say the yom kakulo, in the sense that we're going to treat her like she was fully tar until she saw the Dom again. Zava, gemura, ma'isa karbon, hechimish, The question is, how do you ever have a Zava, gadola? Because what we learned is as follows. A Zava, katana, is one who sees, is yom yom, yom. She'll see, right, dam, and she'll say, oh, I'm tummy today, but until I was tummy, I was tar. When she sees the dam three days in a row, she becomes what's called a zavagadola. That's when she ends up having to have a full week until she sees that third time in a row. She actually only has to right be purify and become uh, and to her in, and she's to her the next day. Of course, the halacha we treat every dam like a zavagadola. We're machmir. The Benos Israel are machmir. The tipa kachardal. Right, will to learn all the way through Nida and beyond and finish, uh, and finish what we started here. But the point is that we're machmir to treat like a zavah gadol. But mi adin, there's a zavah katana. There's such a thing as a zavah katana. Um, and she is shomer's yom keneged yom. It's only when she sees three days in a row that she becomes a zavah The question is, how does she ever become a zavah gadol, Barry? If you're going to say that every moment that, again, in order to become a zavah she has to have continuous three days of tuma. Well, if you're going to treat every portion of day that's Tahar as Miksasayam kakulo, so then how can you treat her three consecutive days of seeing Dam as three consecutive days of tuma? If that day is considered a day of tahara also, so then she never really achieves three consecutive days of tuma because they're not really fully consecutive days of Tummah, but rather there are days that are partially Tummah, partially Tahar. If we are taking Tahar portions of the day and saying this is the day of Tahara, so then really you never have a case of a gadola. That's the question of the Gemara. So the Gemara answers, um, yeah, this is going to be tough for Byosi because it'll turn out that in order to be a midoraisa, you have to have two, one of two very unusual ways. First, the Gemara is going to... Uh, is going to articulate the question it says how are you going to ever have right since she only gets her let's say second uh, discharge of blood during let's say midday the second day aren't you going to say that the early part of the day which she before she saw the dam when she was still tahar is going to count as a full observance of a clean day and therefore she's not going to be able to ever achieve three consecutive days of uh, tuma, because of this mixtas hayom kikulo shot that Rebiosi has? So the Gemara answer is one of two possibilities. Either she is just continuously flowing for three days. Well, if she's continuously flowing, Andrew, and she never sees daylight, right? She never has that moment of, right, tahara that we're talking about. Even though conceptually, right, if she did stop flowing, she could be tahar according to Rebiosi. But you could still say that, so, so he would hardly ever have a Zavagadolamidaraisa. But if she somehow managed to bleed for three days straight, then she would be, obviously, a Zavagadolamidaraisa, because she never has that even mixture of Tahara. Or another possibility would be, Muslima, she doesn't get it all day, but she does seem to experience the discharge right before Shkia each of the three days. And what does that mean? That means that she doesn't ever have ample opportunity to become Tahar. Right. In other words, in order to become tar, you have to go to the, uh, mikvah and then experience her of shamash and go through a purification process. She never has that opportunity. And therefore, the law of she to Salak minyana. And therefore, in that context, she never ha- in that situation, she doesn't have any time that she counts towards the counting of the clean day. And though that's a- so that's a second possible way in which the unusual case of Zavagadola, according to her would in fact, uh, take place, me o raisa. So, adrenalach hareni nazir. So, we finished, um, we were able to finish our parak, our second parak of nazir. And let's resume now with the third parak of masaches nazir. You ready, Andrew? Okay, here we go. Says the Mishnah. Misha amah nazir. Person said, here I am a nazir. Megalech yom shlosh, yom shloshim Okay, yeah. So, back to this, uh, procedure, the graduation ceremony of the Nazir, in- involves right, bringing carbonus and shaving the head. So, a guy typically is gonna say I'm a Nazir, we're gonna say that's 30 days. Now wait a minute, the 30th day is still part of your Nazir term. You can't prematurely bring carbonus and shave your head and do the graduation ceremony on the, on the 30th day, right? Because you're still in the middle of it. Now you're not graduating while you're still in school, Andrew, right? Or are you? Let's see. Ah. Yeah, that's how we all did it, didn't we? Do you remember your high school graduation, Andrew? Yes. Were you, did you wait for the year to finish and then, like, they brought you back in the summer for the graduation? No. It was at the Felt Forum? It was at the Felt Forum? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I think you went to Bronx Science, right? Oh, yeah, uh, Andrew went to Bronx Science. I left for Aliyah on the day of my orthodontic school graduation from NYU. And we still had a few days left. And then I got a call by the, uh, by the chairman. He says, I'm not gonna give you the diploma for your orthodontic school. So I pretended I thought he was kidding. I said, ha, 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 ha. And then he just said, ha, 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 ha. And that was it. And then he mailed me my diploma. Anyway, it was just three days. Uh, nothing was happening. But yes, you're gonna have the graduation ceremony while you're still in school, right? Because then they're never going to get you back for the graduation, so to speak. Obviously, this is all an analogy. But the point is, if you do the graduation ceremony of the Nazir on the 30th day, while you're still serving your term, you're still going to be Yotse. Okay? However, if he said, not HaReni Nazir, right? Because remember, HaReni Nazir Stam is 30 days. But if he said, HaReni Nazir Shloshim Yom, if he specified, I'm going to have this Nazir for a full 30 days, so then, HaReni yom Shloshim Lo Yotzeh. Then, if he's going to do the graduation ceremony on the 30th day, he's not going to be Yotze. And that actually makes some sense, right? Because what he's saying is, I am going, when he commits to a full 30 days befeyrish, so now you can't just jump the gun and graduate prematurely. You need to have like t'mimos, as we'll say, right? Shlemos, right? You need to have 30 full days before you could start thinking about graduation. So that's the mission. So we said, we've seen that this can happen. Two consecutive zeros, let's say 30 days each. So as we just said, now you have a situation where the two are overlapping, right? So if the two zeros are overlapping, you can't have a graduation ceremony prematurely because then maybe you're going to end up adopting the second term prematurely. So then you have to do it... Uh, then you have to do it as if you committed to 30. Do the first 30 fully, and then do the graduation ceremony on the 31st day, and then Vesachnea Yom Shishim Bechad. And then 30 days later, right, you could do the graduation ceremony then on 61. So you see what's happening here? In other words, typically we say that if you didn't specify, right, this doesn't say that he specified that he needs 30 full days, but because it's contiguous with a second term of nazirus, we want you to have 30 full days so that we don't get confused about when you're starting the second nazirus, okay? So then we're going to make you wait after the full first term in order to bring your karbanos. And then uh, at the end of the second term, we're going to let you, just like we let you, if you only had one term, we're going to let you bring your karbanos on the, you know, 30 days later. But but that's just lechatchila, right? That's just the ideal. But if you jump the gun, so ideally you should only right do the giluach, do this, the graduation ceremony on the thirty-first day. But if in this double, in this consecutive term situation, you actually shaved on the thirtieth day, right, one day earlier than you ideally should, megalech esashniyah yom shishim. So that we're not going to punish you and say, well, still bring the, the karbanas and shave your head for the second term on the 61st day, we say, okay, either way, you only need 30 days where you are going to do that ceremony uh, for the second term, and therefore you could do so on the 60th day. And not only that, but even if you jumped the gun and did not 30 days, but you did one day early for the first, so right, Barry, if you do the math, if you if you use the 30th day of your first term and then the 30th day, and don't give 30 full days for the second term, right, so really on the last day of school, so to speak, you're doing the graduation ceremony both in the first and the second term, you're gonna end up this uh, doing the shaving ceremony on the 59th day, right, because you were actually uh, one day early on both. So you never really had a full 30 days in, in both of those cases. And we say Yotso, the mission says yes. Yeah, Make, that, that's okay. we're still going to say Yatza. Yatza means you don't have to do it again, right? If it, if you, for whatever reason, did a graduation ceremony on day twenty, that's that's garnished, right? You're gonna have to start thirty day. You're gonna have to start a full thirty day growth, right? You're gonna have May Gidul Sar. yatzah means that we're not going to make you do it again, and it's fine. Wait till the end of the day, and your Niziris is fine. You don't have to do those procedures again. Vezu Edus Rabbi Papayas. Papias. You remember, uh, did we quote Rep- Papias before? I think Papias was the one that went to um, Rabbi Akiva in the jail, and he was like a childhood friend. At least that's what it says in that book as a driven leaf. Um, that uh, he was he was Rabbi Akiva's childhood friend that went to him when he was uh, incarcerated prior to being one of the Sarah Huge Anyway, we'll get to that. We haven't read those uh, stories yet. Okay, anyways, that's. Uh, an unusual story um, is right around the Chorban bias. obviously anyway that's the Eidus or R- Papias um, said but a person who has two consecutive terms Nazirus right again just what we just said that if he shaved for the first term on the 30th day then already we're gonna say, okay, so now just do 30 full days and shave for the second term on the 60th day. And like we just said, right, this edus is just exactly what we just said, that if you shaved on 59 and really basically shaved on, grad, on the last day of school and had your graduation there, so to speak, you can do that for both, and still you're going to be yotzei, even though you're shaving for the second term on day fifty nine. Shiyom Shloshim, olelo mina And as we just articulated, right, it is that thirtieth day that counts for him on the second term, just as it did on the first term. Which is to say, you don't have to have the full, you know, shleimus of the thirtieth day in order to bring the korbanos and shave your head. Once you've made it to the thirtieth day in one piece, Andrew. You could already initiate graduation ceremonies. Okay, now, Misha Harini Nazir, the Mishnah continues. Let's say a person said, a Nazir, nit Yom shloshim, and becomes Tameh on the 30th day. So wait a minute, we just said that day 30 has this hybrid aspect to it where once you made it to the 30th day, there's almost like a mix of sayom kakula, isn't there, Barry? Like you can bring the karman, and yet if you become Tameh on the 30th day, so says Hakol. Wow! That according to the Tanakhama, you have to start over. Wow! You have to start over your nazirus because he came became tameh within his term. So we see that the lacha is different for tumah than it is for bringing the karbanos. Right? When it comes to tumah, you actually are going to right. Uh, you're still within the term, and you're going to have to right go back to to start your nazirus again. Wow. So, um, right, um, the rush here points out, right, that this is, this, that, that even though, again, you can have this ceremony, right, you cannot still afford to become tummy on that day. So we see, with regards to the ceremony, you could do it, right? Um, and, by the way, the, the real question is, what would happen if you, if you already did the ceremony, and then you became Tomei after that? That may, according to the Rush, that may actually be okay. So there may be that the Halacha, right, would work in, in that day. You see over here, this is the Rush, it says, Shama Harini Nazir Nitme Yom Lamid Soser Sakolar of Masna, right, of Masna was quoted, um, just earlier, Soser Min, right, this was from Daf and Daf Korban Levar Amar Mevi So that would be subject to Mahlokis. Right? In other words, according to Masna he would have to bring Korban Tuma. According to Barpada, it's only Midurabanan, right? And he doesn't have to bring it. So it's not as simple as it seems, but be that as it may, the Tanakam says he forfeits all the days. Okay. However, Rabbi Yezer has a wild shita that you only have to forfeit seven days, which is to say, what's the significance of seven days? It means, again, if a person becomes Tame in general, right, he has to have a purification process that takes seven days. So what we're doing is we're taking this Nazirus, and all we're doing is we're postponing it seven days. Before you can graduate, because you got Tameh on the very last day. There we have to look at the rush again, and he says it's a Mixus Hayyom Kakulo. Kiku, uh, right? The of Masna Mishum to Savar Mixus And he says, Rabbanon Laislu Mixus Hayyom Kakula El Akha Shevi Karbanosav. So say again that it is a Machlokis, as we just said, that, it, it, that whether this would apply, right, uh, uh, after, this would only apply after you brought the Karbanos, but be that as it may. According to Rabbi Yezer, right, you only lose seven days. You don't lose the entire Nazirs, okay? Now, and the Gemara will analyze this. The Gemara will say, wait a minute. How do you only go back seven days? Isn't it, like we asked before, isn't it all or nothing? We'll see, right? In other words, don't you either lose nothing and just move on and graduate or lose the whole 30 days? So hold on and we'll get to that. Now, continues the Mishnah. nazir shloshim So, again, the Mishnah makes the same point made before. If you just said, already, Nazir, Stam. So then that 30th day has that hybrid aspect to it, where all you have to do is make it to graduation, and then you're out. You can leave with Nefesh B'Nefesh to Israel, and you've graduated. Whereas if you say, Shloshim Yom, and you specify it has to be 30 full days, then... Whatever happens on the day 30, if you don't make it fully and you become Tummy on the 30th day, then everybody would agree that he's Socer sakol and you lost it all. Uh, now, final case: Harini Nazir marryyom. The person says, "I'm going to be in Nazir for 100 days. yom mea, socer sakol. So there, he specified how many days he's going to be a Nazir. So of course, if he becomes Tameh, even if it's on the hundredth and last day, he's going to have to start all over. Whereas over the Omer, ain't no Loshim. And there again, Relezer is Choloka Tanakama. And he says he only forfeits, right, the, what amounts to a Stam Naziris, right? You do have to go back, but you don't have to go back more and do more than anything other than a Stam Naziris. Now, that again is a khirish because he committed to what? A hundred day Naziris. So why would he have to only make up 30? Let, we'll see. However, Nitma Yom Me'av Echad Sosir Shloshim Yom. Become, if he became tummy on day one hundred and one, then he actually goes back thirty days according to the Tanakhama. Why does he have to go back at all? He became tummy on day one hundred and one. We'll get to it. And in that case, he has the same halacha as if he was nitma within a thirty-day period, and he only goes back seven days. Okay, so let's see what's going on here. Right, the 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 main. Uh, thrust of this. The concept here is because Midar Reisa he's finished. So we do have to explain what's going on. Why would Me'av Echad mean everything? Isn't he done? No. So you have to say this is the Mefarshim explained. Nitme'yom Me'av Echad means that you finished Midar Reisa you are Naziris but you did not yet bring your Karbanos. Ah, okay. So that's what it means. It means that you became Tommy before you brought the Karbanos and had the graduation ceremony and the question is do you then have to Go back at all, so so we we'll, so that is a question, and that would happen again. But uh, uh, and then again, now according to B'l-Yazer, you finish, so you just have to become tar right? That's all we need. You just have to become tar so you can bring the carbonus again. That process only takes right seven days, so that's why Relyazer, even in the case of a hundred, is going to bring you back seven days if you. Already made it to 100 days, and now this happened on day 101. The question is, why would you want to bring back 30? Why would Tanakam bring you back 30 days? So, without further ado, let's go, let's dig into the Gemara and see what the rationale is for these halachas as follows. Says the Gemara Misha Amahareini Nazir. Person makes a general declaration of Nazirus, zeros, Yom Shloshim, and he becomes Tame on the 30th and last day, So Ser Sakol, Rebbe Amar El shiva right? So, quoting our Mishnah directly. The Tanakhama says, if you become Tumayan on the 30th day, you go all the way back. And Rebbe says, you only go back seven days. As we turn to Tazayan t- t- with Aleph, and we say, Kasaba Rebbe Yezer, because Rebbe Yezer holds, Kol Achar Malos Shiva Soser, right? That any Tumayan that happens after Melos, after the completion of the 30 day term, Shiv right only forfeits seven days. In other words, it only delays all of the carbonus, right? Which is to say, when you bring the carbon of right, this of the graduation carbon of the nazir, you have to be Tahar. So you became tame bari. You can't bring that carbon betuma. That's not that's not allowed ever. So you have to be Tahar, and that purification is gonna take seven days, right? But according to Abeliezer, that's considered Melos, that once you made it to day 30, it's mixed as ayam kakulo, right? It applies, and therefore, even if he becomes tame on the 30th day, according to Eliezer, that's considered as that he completed his term, right? Just like we would treat, um, lahavdil, just like we would treat the last day of Shiva, when a person is an Avel rahman al right? You made it past Shachris, and if you became Tameh then, all you have to do now is become in order to bring the Karbanos, but really, you completed your Nazirus. And therefore, that's why he holds you only need seven days. Now, the next case of the of the Gemara quotes, nazir shloshim yom, nitma yom shloshim, so Now, when he's actually committed to 30 full days, and then it becomes Tameh on the 30th day, there he is going to lose his whole Nazirus and then Lopali Rebilezer. In that case, Rebilezer would not be cholik, and he would say that you do in fact need to fulfill the whole, the full 30th day, why? The Amar Shleiman. Because what the person said, it basically, explicitly, he specified Shloshim Yom, which implies, right, or explicitly uh, implies, 30 full days, right? That's like Tamimos, right? That's 30 full days, and that's why he would treat, he would not, it's like as if the person is, right, explicitly committing that the 30th day should not be mixed with yom Kikulo, and it is for that reason that he will agree with the, with the Tanakama in that case that you would have to go all the way back. And now, this Hareini Nazir Mer Yom, we quote, uh, What's in that case? So we just read that in the Mishnah. What's the reason? This is again the unusual Lushan of Mesechus Nazir. He says, Yeah take that Mishnah and copy-paste, let's not get into it now, but that can be explained according to the analysis of Bar and Rav Masna that we learned in dav and right? Uh, okay, what was that analysis that we had? The dav and Dav-Vav. So he's saying that, that that's how we understood, right, the idea, the Machlokas, with regards to yom Kekulo, where Bar Pada said that he doesn't, agree that makes a yom kakulo applies in that context. And therefore he doesn't agree that whether thirty days was meant as insistence or not. That was that was um, that was Barpada's position and Dafe and And therefore you can copy and paste and, and apply that Machlokas over here. Again, I never saw this kind of language uh, before in any Gemara. Definitely Mesekhas Nedarim and Mezuzas Nazir are unusual, where you could just say, "Yeah, you know what? Just go back to the Machlokis and Daf uh, and 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 you can explain that over here." So be that as it may, this is uh, this is the idea of whether you count the machlokis between Rulias and Chachamim as whether you count the last days of uh, of mixes Yom I should just uh, point out that the Torah itself says, "Zos Torahs hanazir bimlos yemei nizro." Right, the Torah talks about. What the Torah and Nazir is at the end of his Yemen Yisro. But that would be, right, that would be, uh, and we already pointed this out in Dafhe and Dafav, that that would be uh, an indication that you need to really have Melaos Yemen Nizro. It's just a machlokis as to what Melaos means. This concept of Melaos is what we quoted in our Gemara of whether it actually is uh, Dafka Melaos. Does it have to be Tamimos, as we said? Completely. Uh, Completed or not? So that is the issue of how much you have to be completed before uh, before you could do the graduation ceremony, or do you have to go back when you become tummy? on the last day, machlokas rebbele and the chachamim. Okay. Next topic: Mishnah on test base and beis mishnah naziru beveis Okay, that's a weird thing. You're not supposed to become tummy mace Andrew when you're a nazir. So this this dude is actually declaring his naziris in the cemetery uh, where it's filled with tumas mace. So says the Mishnah, Yeah, yeah. he never got out of the tuma. So even if he was there in the cemetery, sleeping there and hanging out there for 30 days, none of those days are going to be considered naziris because after all, it never got off the ground, right? The enu mevi carbon Tumah. You're never going to bring that, that Korban that you have to bring for Tumah. Again, you only have to bring the Korban Tumah if you ever took on Naziris. The point is, this Naziris never, right, got off the ground. As the rush says, if you look for the rush over here, you're not going to find it. This rush appears on Yedzai and Um, top of the rush here. Says the rush, chichsiv Korban Tumah, right? When we say that a Nazir has to bring a Korban Tumah, Ben Nazir Tahar Shnitmik That's only a Nazir. You see it, Barry? Says Perish rush in the left-hand column, on Yudzayinam with Aleph, and then right under there, Mishnah, Mishnah Nazar, Vesachvaris, right, the Russian, for for and beis is on Yudzayinam and Aleph. He says, the Corban has to bring for, is brought for a Nazar that becomes Tahar and then becomes Tameh. Vuhu Hadin, right, Tameh Uh And so, but here, or Huhaya, in other words, there's a difference. That's not Huhadin. This a, this double hey means that this guy is not. It's a contrast. This guy is not a Nazir that was Tahr and then became Tameh. Again, if you're a Nazir that's Tahr and becomes Tameh, then you bring a Korban for that. But if you are a Tameh that becomes a Nazir, so maybe that would be a different case. This guy never was tar in the first place when he did the Nazirs. So okay? Yatzev and Nichnas. <coughs> However, if he left the cemetery and then came back, uh, now, there's something missing here. He couldn't have just left and come right back. He would still be tummy. No. You say, if he left and then was Metahir himself, oh, and then came back, O Lomino maybe Now, O Lomino then the this is uh, misnomer. The, the day doesn't count towards his Naziris because obviously he did not yet actually um, declare his Naziris. What it really means is that his Naziris starts. Right? Maybe Mevi Korbatuma, which means that if he went, and purified, and declared his Naziris, so then he's going to have to bring a Korban Tumah, whereas Rabbi the Yezer, Omer, Lo, Bo, Bayo. Right? If he re-enters the cemetery on the same day, right, he, he does not, right, have to actually forfeit, right? Because the Pusach actually says, right, that, that, Mish- says the Mishnah, if he re-enters the basic HaKvaris on the same day he purified, it's as if he never left. In other words, Hayamim Rishonim. you need to have actually Yomim Rishonim, which is to say, it can't just be five minutes of purification and then you become Tameh again. In order, right, to have the status of Nazir, you have to have, right, you have to have real Tara, right? You can't, you, the Tameh that you get when you just go back to the cemetery He's go, you're going to forfeit whatever Naziris you had until then, right? So it doesn't mean that... So, so again, in this particular case, it just means that the Naziris has to commence, but Rebel is not even going to allow the Naziris to commence unless you have a full day. You can't just have right, this partial day, which is actually somewhat ironic because with everything else, he allows a partial day. Um, and here, he's going to say that no, that the, the pasuk is teaching you that you need to have actual first days in tahara, right, before, in the minimum, and in fact, it says, not only does it say a day, but it says it in the plural, which would indicate that you need to have at least, right, two days. Okay, so again, on, if the Nazi become tummy on the second day, he's going to be actually, uh, he's going ha- to be Sosar. But, but if you just have a part, a part of a day, then the naziris never gets off the ground. So now the Gemara asks, Hidmar, Misha Nazir, Rebe basic a person takes on Naziris in a state of total tuma in an actual cemetery. So there we have a machlokis. Does he actually, can you actually adopt Naziris when you're sitting in a vat of tuma's mace that you're not allowed to be a part of? So that's a machlokis, Rebe Sakvar. is going to say that you do in fact become a Nazir. Why? The Gemara explains. If You can actually become and take on Naziris in a cemetery. Why? Right? Because he holds that what happened is like this. You declared Naziris. Now, now you can't obviously take on the Naziris in the actual cemetery. Right? Uh, you can't take it on in a state of tumma. But the point is that the declaration remains in effect. That's what it means. Talya Vakaima. The declaration hangs there, right? In effect, waiting for you to become tohar, such that the moment you become Ta'har, it's going to be effective. As follows says the Gemara came to Mishka Tara right? The declaration stays there, talya, in abeyance. And then once you become Tahar, it's going to take an effect, which is to say, you don't have to declare yourself a Nazir again, wait to become Tahar and declare yourself a Nazir again, all you need to do is reach that state of Tahara and the initial declaration of Naziris will, in fact, in fact take effect. Whereas Rish, the Naziris does not take effect because, because he holds, right? it actually, the naziris can only take effect if he reiterates it in a state of tahara. So that's the fundamental machlokas, v'i lo lo, and if not, if he does not reiterate his naziris in a state of tahara, then it does not take effect, which is to say, a fundamental machlokas, vi Reb Yochanan and lakish, do you have to be tahar when you're actually stating your naziris? So now Reb Yochanan asks Reish as follows, so Reb says to Reish did you not see our Mishnah? Our Mishnah says, that a person who's in Nazir, and he declares his nazirus in the cemetery, that even if he stayed in the cemetery for 30 days, the, right, then it's not going to count towards his Naziris, the Enum Evi Kurban Tumah. And we said that he's not going to have to obviously bring a karban <coughs> because of the fact that, right, because for, for the Tameh, because he was never not Tameh. But Rabbi Yochanan is medayak in our Mishnah. He makes, takes our Mishnah and makes the following um, in, inference. Carbon Tumah Yeah, the Korban tumi he doesn't take. However, hameichal chayel alei. But he thinks our Mishnah means that, yeah, of course he doesn't bring the Korban Tumah, but it sounds like the moment he le- leaves the cemetery, he would, in fact, become a Nazir. Oh, so Rish Lakish says, Amalei, enabitaras Tumah ve enabitaras Korban. Rish Lakish says, no, what the... What the Mishnah means is that the Naziris never takes off the ground. That's what the Rosh says again in his Aleph, That it says Olin when it says that the Nazir's Klaal, lucky achi of Niziris. So they have a fundamental machlokah for shlokish to do as to how to read this mishnah. So Esve. So another challenge to Rishlakish, Mishaye tamev en Right, this is actually from a Brysa. A person mm-hmm. became tummy, became Nazar. He's also to do all the, right, Isurim of Nazirus. And we said that if he does any of those things, shave or drink, he's going to get Malkus. So that only makes sense if you say that Nazirus is actually adopted. Again, what's the case? Tumma of a Nazir. A person whose tummy takes on Nazirus is sofek of It sounds like you can, in fact, take on Nazirus in a state of Tumma time That's why you get. That's why he's going to get malchus. If you're going to say that Naziris does not, ta- that he does not take on. Why would he receive malchus? And that is a cliffhanger. If ever there was one, you'll find out the answer tomorrow at the top of Yedzayin Amud Aluf Hashem. See you next week.